This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown! No flags! Cowboys lead! Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone! How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas! Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys! Welcome, welcome, Cowboy fans, to another great show here at uh, Cowboys Podcast, and I'm Delighted to have one of our favorite uh, guys out there that uh, listen to the show, and he's going to get his own show going here with the Cowboy Podcast, and that's Travis. Travis, how how you doing, my man? How you doing, brother? How you doing? Good to hear from you. I'm doing great. I'm doing great, and uh, this is a big week, my friend. I I think uh, we've circled this date. It's kind of like other teams circling dates uh, when they're playing the Cowboys, but this is the one that – I've been looking forward to, and uh, yeah. it's, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, it is. But, but you know, before before we get into it, um, you know, some news broke yesterday about Vander Esch, and I want to remind you, if you remember back to, I guess this was season before last, when he first got picked, the first thing I said to you was the concern about this kid's neck, right? You remember that? Right, right. And, and and now it sounds like he's not going to play uh, Sunday because the neck flared up. He had an MRI yesterday. He's probably not going to play. And if he doesn't play Sunday, he's probably not going to play on Thanksgiving against uh, Buffalo. But, you know, um, I don't know how much that's going to hold in regards to our defense, but I did want to mention that before we actually got into it, got into it. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to Sunday. As much as everybody has said, we haven't played anybody. The Patriots haven't either. So uh, my quarterback right now is playing a lot better than Tom Brady. So I do want to see if we up to the challenge or not. I think we are, though. It's it's going to be a great one. It's the America's team versus Ameri- yeah. America's most hated team. So uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is this is going to be something special, man. Uh, it's. Uh, it's it's a kind of game that the Fox could. I mean, they could have moved this uh, to nighttime, but Fox yeah, didn't want to. Flex. Yeah, but Fox wasn't going to lose uh, uh, the, the game of the week. Yeah, the, I, I I mean, this is built up even in the New England area to where uh, they're all pumped up about it. The lowest seat on the uh, uh, nosebleed section is three hundred seventy dollars for it. Can you believe You're that? Kidding. No. Three hundred and seventy dollars for the worst three. seat in, uh, in Gillette house. Stadium, and uh, That's crazy. the most expensive right now is going for sixteen hundred dollars. Uh, that that just I, I mean this is like two heavyweights uh, clashing here, and it's the right. n- number one offense versus the number one defense. Number one defense. This right. is a pay per view event, man. Yeah, I mean it is, man. But but you've seen. You've seen four 
the past few weeks, and I know, you know, at times we've been like highly critical of him and his decision making and who's the who, who are you talking about on the field, uh, Prescott. Oh God, I love him now. Go ahead. I'm, yeah, like right now, I mean, he he's playing out of his mind, and what I like about it is he bet on himself and he's winning. I mean, they they definitely gonna have to pull out the checkbook and pay him regardless of the end season result. Like. He bet on himself. He's winning. He's leading the team right now. The tide is slowly changing in regards to us being a run-first team to a pass-first team. I mean, he's doing it effectively. He's making good decisions with the ball. I mean, you can't say enough about him. He's not, number one quarterback in the all. league by yards, completions. He's not turning it over. He's living to, you know, fight another play. I still get frustrated sometimes with his sacks, but, you know, that's on the protection. That's not too much on him as much as it is the offensive line. But, I mean, he's he's doing everything that he needs to. I know the bottom line is he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. So, the Jones can keep playing that low ball game if they want to, but you can't tell me right now that, take, for example, Chicago wouldn't give him whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Well, so, yeah. I expect for him to step up. No question about it. I mean, we've given, we've given these guys uh... – uh, we've given these guys on the defense big contracts. We get we've given our linebacker forty five million. We've given yeah. uh, Lawrence uh, uh, the ninety million. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of at a point right now where it's almost uh, disgraceful if you don't right. if you don't pay this kid because you know what. Like you said, he bet on himself when there were a lot of people such as me that picked up a stone ready to throw it at him and he said, mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna bitch. I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do my job out there. I'm gonna make you believe in me. I'm not gonna have you me believe in you and uh what uh you're gonna bring to the table. I, I want you to bring me the money. I and that that's right. what's happening right now. Uh I think he makes a strong case here. For MVP, if he wins this game coming up in New England, absolutely. He's 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 already in the conversation. I know how people oh, we got Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, what have you, but he's in the conversation. When you when you're looking at the list, when I'm looking out for MVP, Russell Wilson has been playing outstanding. Lamar Jackson has been playing absolutely crazy, but Mahomes has been out for a few weeks with his injury. So if I'm looking at one, two, three. Uh, I'm looking at Jackson. I'm looking at Wilson. I'm looking at Prescott. And just like what you just said, if he if he wins this game Sunday, um, it's no question that 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 talk has to pick up and it has to be taken serious. It's easy for people to say like, and I've been seeing it all week. I'm sure you have too. When when they say he should be in a conversation, a lot of people misinterpret that as saying he's the MVP. I'm not saying that today. I'm saying he makes a strong case for it, and if he has the win against the Patriots on his resume for the season, I mean, that's 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 almost sealing it right there for me because I'm still not sure of what Baltimore is going to do in the postseason. But I'm looking at my team right now. They've been leading their division all year. Um, you know what I mean? Number one in the NFC East. So I definitely agree with you on that. And it's, it's, it's the best season that he's played. When I look back to the talent that we did have, there's, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley, you know, those guys who were outstanding players, I almost feel like they were stunting his growth and not allowing him to grow into the player that he is now. Like, you know, he was kind of dependent on those guys because they were the veterans or whatever. But right. when you look right now, you know, I'd be hard-pressed for anybody to convince me that Blake Jarwin isn't playing better football than Jason Witten right now. You saw it last week. You saw it the week before that. 
instead of us turning around, handing the ball to Zeke to try to seal the deal, going to Jarwin on that pass and his athleticism just allowing him to move down the field, it's, it's incredible. It, it definitely is. I, I, I think you make a strong, strong case whenever you're leading the NFL – in total offense, I, I I don't I don't know how much they put into that, but I I mean the kid's doing everything he's supposed to do, right? So and that's uh, total offense, yeah, to, total offense, and I I I feel I have the best receivers, I I really do, I I think absolutely from Gallup to Cooper to uh, Cobb to, to Jarwin, and then uh, by the way I got a Witten guy that's. Uh, that's nails uh, money. Whenever you throw to him, I I don't that's know right. I don't know which receiver core out there beats ours. I mean, uh, do you know one that stands no. out like ours? No. When you really look at it, and you look at like being well rounded all the way around. Okay, so let's just off the top of our head here. You look at Minnesota. Minnesota has Thielen. They have Diggs, and then there's an extreme drop off uh, once you, when you're talking about receiver with Treadwell. They have a decent uh, tight end there, but like you said, well, Randolph, right? Yeah, right. Because we do not have to depend no. on Witten, no. such as we did two seasons ago. Like now, he's just like the you know, just like the the cream on top now. So it's like, hey, if if he and Jarwin are on the field at the same time, Jarwin's covered. He's getting the attention of the DBs and uh, safeties as he should. Well, that leaves Gold Jacket Witt wide open now. You're not looking for Witt to break 20 yards for you. If he can, great. But if you happen to catch him streaking across the middle or going down the seam, a first down is a first down. The wide option is always going to get you that. And if nothing else, he's going to get you enough to move the chains. He's almost become that, the move the chains guy. And I saw something yesterday. I thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, you know, the talking heads, they're in the locker room, and they're talking to Cooper, and they asked him, how do you feel about Michael Gallup as a number one, I mean a number two receiver? And he stops the guy right there. He said, let me tell you something. He's not a number two receiver. He's a young player who developed into something great. I'm paraphrasing here. And he said, actually, once you called him a number two, I blanked out and forgot the question. So could you repeat that? There's a level of respect Bravo, that That's all so around cool. the locker room. I mean, ain't it so cool? And I mean, he said, you know how Amari is. He was cool, calm, collected. He said it with a smile on his face. He's like, you know, everybody's the number one here. And leading up to last week, people may have been doubting Cobb and his abilities. But if you look back, of course, there's always the if factor. But just to touch on it a little bit, he's almost had a touchdown catch in every game that was called back because of some type of bonehead penalty. Finally, last week, he was able to break through. They didn't pay attention to him as they should have, as the slot receiver that he is. And that's what was happening. He was breaking across that middle. He was wide open. He was streaking down the end, and he was making plays. As you said, our wide receiver core, they are strong. They are a force to be reckoned with. Gallup showed you last week. The funny thing about his comeback pass, he made a statement last week. He said, I actually ran the wrong route. Because you know if it would have got, in, uh, got intercepted or it would have been incompleted. Oh, Dak's not throwing the right route. He's not doing it. Gallup said, I actually ran the wrong route. It was supposed to be a comeback route, but I ran the post. So I said to myself, there's no way I'm not going to catch this ball because I don't want to hear their mouth when I go to the sideline. You know, and like the confidence is there. Everybody's taking ownership. Everybody's taking accountability. You and I, we love Dez. But when Dez was there his last year, 
I believe there was so much finger pointing that it put Dak under pressure that he felt like he had to throw at him. I you know agree. what I mean? Looking I agree. That game with Dez had 10, 11 targets, and he only had three or four catches. You know what I mean? But these no. guys that are here now, they're growing together. I totally, I totally agree with you. Uh, for uh, for Dak, I think he's matured. I, I don't think he just uh, locks in on one receiver now. He looks Not around, uh, and uh, there's got to be someone open out of that crew. There's got to be mm-hmm. someone open. Uh, my offense is not scaring me. I, I I think I'm bringing a full metal jacket when I uh, bring my offense to Gillette Stadium. My defense is what's uh, been on my mind, and I think uh, yes. Brady's going to be taking advantage of short passes, and I don't know yes. if our uh, linebacking crew can keep up with uh, these little short passes. They don't have – who do they have? I mean, they don't really have anything that's really scary out there anymore on the no. receiving core. No, they, they don't. Their um, running back is Sony. I, I I think he's had a half-ass type of season. He hasn't done anything really special. I mean, uh, no. Uh, what, then they got uh, Elderman or what? what's his name? Uh, uh, Julian Edelman. He, yeah. He's, he's he, been he, lackluster. He's, he's, he, but he's their cream of the crop. They haven't He's the cream of the crop, and they haven't used uh, the the guy they got from Atlanta really well. Uh, that Sanu, yes, the new Sanu, and, I, I I think he's a hell of a wideout, but they haven't used him. Uh, but uh, now they're using him off uh, punt returns and stuff like that, and that's just you know right. that's crazy because this guy can play. In any case, uh, the weather's going to be sloppy. It's going to be right. rainy. It's going to be cold. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Ask you, who does this uh, favor more? I mean, uh, I'll obviously. tell you, man. Um, you know, obviously, with being at home, you know, they 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 get fifty, sixty percent of the favor off top. Our fans travel well, so I'm I'm not too too concerned about that. But our team isn't really the type of team that you know, kind of like. I mean, they they need that, but they don't need that. If there's some cowboy fans in the stands, great. If it's not, they're still going to play that game. But I believe because of the way that we've played the past few weeks, it favors us offensively, uh, meaning that, you know, if they're not stacking the box, we're able to make the passes that we need to make. And what I think is going to have to work this kid Pollard in a lot more because he's, he's explosive when he touches the ball. He has that burst that Zeke possessed his first two years, and I'm not taking anything away from Zeke. I mean, he t- he's taken the most hits in the NFL in the past two seasons, so I expect him to be a step slower. Still as powerful, but just a step slower. I think it favors us because if we're able to pick them apart with our scheme, the way that we used it last week, like do not get headstrong and steadfast on the run. Like, you know, Jason Garrett, he loves that we're going to do what we're going to do. But this guy that you're going against, he loves to take away what you do well. So if you see that the run game isn't going to work for Zeke, that you're going to have to use their own medicine against them as far as short passes and screens. Because just to get back on our defense, as you said, they are where my fear lies. And what I don't want is for them to use our strength against us, which is what the Saints did, which is what the Jets did, which is what the Vikings did, which is what the Packers did. And what that is is our defensive linemen, they love to pursue. They love to get up the field. And what those teams did was they allowed our defensive linemen to actually rush and rush beyond the quarterback 
he would take a step up in the pocket, and then we'd be caught with just our linebackers and our DBs are already 15 yards down the field. So what I need for them to do is pursue Sunday, but do not over-pursue. You're going to have to decide, okay, if Quinn is on one end and Lawrence is on the other, if these are the guys that are going to pursue from the outside, you may have to change and not run as many stunts as possible because the Cowboys love to you, come across your face. Yeah, you you mean contain contain the quarterback inside and don't don't let anyone get outside of you. I I right. Yeah, I don't I don't see Brady doing that though. I I think Brady I is that old vanguard to where he he's gonna stay in the pocket and uh, mm-hmm. if, if there's nothing there, he's just gonna go down. This guy already. Uh, picks up uh, on the notion. You know what? I'll give the four four yard loss here. I'll make it right. up on the next down. I'm not gonna be a John Wayne and uh, stay in here that long. And uh, I, I mean, he'll stay in there. Don't get me wrong, but right. he he's not gonna take any any hits uh, that he doesn't have to. No, I'm just worried about you know the screen and um you know with right. that James White right. is, is is super super dangerous with that. As much as I dislike Philly. Um, as much as I dislike the Giants, uh, as much as I dislike the Jets, I hope that our defensive staff takes a look at those game films and see how you have to play them. You you have to do exactly what you said. So you gotta you gotta rush Brady. He's not gonna try to run outside the pocket. He he understands the field and he understands when he has to take the sack when he has to go down. So what I mean is I just want them to not over-pursue in such a way because we go back and look at that Minnesota game and watch it over and over. The thing that defeated us was tackling and screen plays, short plays. They didn't beat us down the field. No. They didn't throw anything down the field. They had that one pass, oh, yeah, yeah, but but they didn't beat us down the field consistently. We had that covered. What's going to hurt us is our strength, which which is, like I said, over-pursuing. As long as we don't over-pursue, We'll be fine. Keep everything in front of you because that's what Minnesota said to us. They said, you know what? We are going to be committed to not let 21 beat us. All of your receivers are going to stay in front of us. We're just not going to let any passes go over our head. And if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us with the quarterback. And what we have to say to them is we already know that they can beat a team with the quarterback. But you have to beat us with your passing game. But you have to beat us with your passing game and it not being down the field. You know, like we're going to keep everything in front of us. We're not going to let Edelman run an out route and then back in and hide behind a tight end. No, we're going to keep him in front of us. I think they should put Jordan Lewis on Edelman uh, because those guys match up similar in size. And I saw a few times last week Jordan Lewis was getting under the skin of Danny Amendola just by touching him, just by being in his face. So much so that Amendola actually speared him on one play that had absolutely nothing to do with him. He speared Jordan Lewis, and I can't believe he wasn't ejected for it. But, you know, it's the Cowboys, so it is what it is. But we just have to keep everything in front of us. Main thing, do not start slow. This is a team that you can go down 14 nothing to. Now, it's not a situation where we have to score on every possession either. But at the same time, we cannot allow them to have good field this, position this when is, starting. 
this is a horse that we're racing against that likes to come from behind. He'll give you that he'll give you that five length lead around that last turn and uh, they love to kick it in at the stretch and that's what we have to protect because uh, New England they start off slow. And we have to take advantage of that. We have to take advantage of that. I mean, if there's uh, any points early in the first, second, we have to take first quarter, second quarter, we have to get those points. We can't leave any points out there. On the Um, field. I was thinking that yesterday, big homie. Like, we can't do that. We have, if it's a field goal to be made, then by God, Mayher, Maher, maybe Maher, you have to make it. Right, right. I agree with you. I agree with you. For the season, for the season, the Cowboys. Uh, now, this is a this is a stat you're not going to believe. The Cowboys are a minus one on the give give and take away on the on the entire season so far. Okay. Wow. The, right. The Patriots are a plus eighteen. They lead the NFL. To anything closer than that is like eight ten away. These right. guys. Right. These guys come after you. These guys try to make things happen, and uh, it, I'm telling you, we cannot lose this damn ball. I mean, we can't, man. We can't have a bonehead uh, if we're on their 20 yard line or 15 yard line and we fumble the ball. Anything like that is out of the pit. I think this is going to be a shootout, and who's ever got the ball last is going to win this game. That's the way I I'm, agree. I don't. I don't trust my defense. I. I, I don't. I, I don't trust my defense. I think as much as we talk right now about uh, covering this, covering that, this guy is the master. He is the Bruce Lee of short passes. I he mean, is. he'll eat you alive. He'll start from his own five-yard line, and uh, you went to go to the bathroom for a split second, come back, and they're at your 15-yard line. That's yeah. how the, yeah. the, 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 there's no answer to these guys when they get on this motion. I say we got to keep the ball, and every possession has got to be a, a, a no mistake type of uh, offense. We cannot Absolutely. afford a mistake. And these guys Absolutely. are these guys are well noted on the plus eighteen. Travis, that's that's huge. It's and, unbelievable. And, and we're minus one for the entire season. My point is, these guys rely on that. That's their bread and butter. We cannot make mm-hmm. any mistakes. No, we can't, man. I mean, we can't have a fumble at the beginning of the game and and you know, and not recover on their side of the field. We can't um, drive and get stalled and say, hey, we're going to try to kick a 59-yard field goal. This ain't the day for that. No. What this is is for every drive to be meaningful. And if no points come from the drive, you have to make sure that you pin them back. You can't have them getting the ball on their 40. Like you said, this guy's a master. He'll throw three two-yard passes, and each one will turn into a first down. This team has no problem with running the same play six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in a row. They'll run the same play because what their thing is is execution for real. And if they say, hey, we sent right out on the screen to the right, it worked. let's run it to the left. It worked. Let's run it again to the right. It worked. And your defense will just be sitting there scratching his head like, what's going on? And then after that happens, they'll get a dumb penalty that'll – add on to the top of that play that they just made. And like you said, you're looking at it like, what just happened here? Those teams that I mentioned, that the Eagles, the Giants, these teams actually for a portion of the game, it looked like they had their number. 
we have the Patriots number. But like you said, they 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 made that one mistake or those two mistakes that compounded. And before you looked up, oh well, the Patriots are going to get the ball back to start the half. Right now, it's nothing, nothing. They had a quick screen pass, touchdown. You got the ball, turned it over on their side of the field, touchdown. Into the half, they get the ball back, touchdown. It's twenty-one nothing. Yeah, you and cannot. They're not going to come back against these guys. No, it, these guys aren't intimidated either. These guys, At you all. you could be twenty-one points on them, and they're just thinking we're going to come back. And they're, they're not like your everyday NFL team. These guys have been down, and these guys know how to come back. You're not going to scare this team. You're not, not you're, you're not going to do any of that. I think that uh, Richard has to, has to, on defense, keep Brady honest by throwing a couple blitzes, or this guy's going to just eat Absolutely. us alive. I mean, if, if we don't do that, if we keep our linebackers in in the middle the, the entire time covering the middle on little passes too, I think we're going to get burnt big time by uh, Brady saying, well, you know what, uh, you're, you're going you're gonna to give me that? Well, you know what, how about if I uh, throw a 30-yarder down the sideline too? It, it, it's going exactly. to happen. So I, I think you almost have to put a little bit of pressure on him, throw some blitzes and so forth with a, a corner here and there. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. You have to. Man, Jordan Lewis is the best that we have at that along with Heath. And what I'll say is I know Heath has been a little banged up the past couple weeks. If Jordan Lewis is in there, that has to be his assignment every now and again. You just have to look at the scheme, look at what's going on, look at field position, because they actually tried it. I I can't remember the quarter. They tried it against uh, Driscoll and Alliance last week, but it was picked up on. And, you know, I'll be the first to say, if Matthew Stafford played last week based on how that defense played, then, you know, we could have very easily been looking at a loss. And he left so many yards on the field. I don't know if he was just afraid to run or he was unsure of uh, blocking protection or whatever. But the defense, even though they have, you know, they're, they're ranked where they're ranked. When they look how they looked last week, it just looked bad. They held this team to maybe two to 300 yards, but the way that they were getting the yards, it looked bad. It looked like you could not stop them, and they were stopping themselves. Right. The one thing that I hate about our defense is when they go to the sideline, I never see them looking at the pad. They're not looking at the last plays that just happened. I always just see them sitting there. And if it's a good day and we're winning, you know, you see on the sideline, they're sitting there, they're laughing and joking. If it's a bad day and we're losing, they're not communicating. They Newton says, and, and you know, I know he's not the gospel, but he's a you know hell of a player, Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champ, whatever. He said when when they came off this uh, off the field in Jimmy's era, the first thing that those coaches said to them was, "What did you see?" Because that's how we're going to be. What did you what? What did you see? What did you see? Right. What did you see? How are they coming at us? Are they are they blitzing every third down? Are they catching on to the cadence? Whatever it is, so we can modify this stuff real time. So we can, you know, change our game plan right now. Like I said earlier, Garrett is definitely honed in on his, you know, he says it every week. Well, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. But sometimes you gotta you gotta trash that and you gotta go away from that. So what I'm saying is if we're looking out there and they're just gashing us on the run, gashing us on the run, gashing us on the run, when are you guys going to come together, front four, linebackers, DBs, and say, hey, this is what we're going to do now? Because that's what the Patriots do. 
what they'll say is, hey, you know what? I'm noticing that they're beating us on screens. All right, well, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. If you cheat a little bit there, I got it. And everybody commits. And then they change their scheme, and you watch it change right in front of you. I don't like when I'm watching us, like when they play Minnesota, every damn play, I'm like, if Cook's getting the ball, he's about to cook. No pun intended. Sorry for it, but that's what happened. And then I'm looking, arm tackle, arm tackle, arm tackle. That was a three-yard game that turned into 20. Unbelievable. That was a five-yard game that turned into 15. Right. You know what I mean? I right. was like, what is going on? So I need them, like you said. I need Richard to to understand, to me, this is a game that makes or breaks him as well. Because like I told you earlier in the week, a lot of fans, there, oh, they want him to be the next coach. They want this. Whether it's going to be with our team or another team or whatever the case, this is a game that makes or breaks him. If you're not up to the challenge, right. it's going to show. It's, it's, it's definitely going to show. Our quarterback has shown leading up to it, I'm ready to take over the game. Give me the keys to the car, I'm going to drive it. It's, it's no more of I'm not sure what to do, when to do, how to do. He's making the decisions. Right. He's going through his progressions. He's throwing the ball on time. He's not waiting for people to get open anymore. He's, he's coming into his own. And I yeah. need the whole team to do that, man. I need to see Pollard this week. Like, I'm wondering for the life of me, why sit uh, Zeke when you put Pollard on the field? To me, that's the same old, uh, when they had Alfred Morris, every third series, we're going to rest Zeke. But we know where the ball is going. When we got down on the goal line and we had Noah Brown and he wasn't on injury dude, you send him in, that was a clear sign that the ball was going to Zeke. How about having Pollard and Zeke on the field at the same time? shooting them out of the backfield, you don't know who's about to get the pass. Right. You don't know who's about to block. Let's have Jarwin out there. Let's have Witten out there. Right. You don't know what's about to happen right now. Instead of putting Schultz with Jarwin, put Schultz with Witten. Make them make a decision. And once they make a decision, you burn them with the, you know, you burn them with the guy that they left. If they decide to double this, then you throw it to Pollard. If they're going to double with you get it to Jarwin. And vice versa. The quarterback is going to do his job. I need Kellen Moore to do his. I need Jason Garrett to do his. And I need Rashad to do his. I need to see the defense this week, John. We've seen yeah. the offense. Yeah. They put well, up 30 points every time they won. I, I got one player that I think is going to drive this uh, car of yours on defense, and that's I really think it's going to be Michael Bennett. I think Bennett, yeah. Bennett right now has got these guys putting war paint on. These guys yeah. are all fired up. This, this is the team that uh, said, you know what, we don't like your attitude. What was Bennett asking for? More playing time. That's all. He wasn't happy That's being it. on the sideline. So you make the guy a bad guy. So forget that. This guy's got a little agenda, a little bit of something to oh, yeah. even up with the New England Patriots, and I guarantee you he's got them all fired up. He's got this young, young kids all fired up, and this defense – just stay like that. Just stay fired up the entire the entire game. It's this isn't like you your old high school coach used to say, "Well, you hit them on the first time, that'll dictate." This ain't that because these guys, nah. you could hit them and knock them down, and they're like uh, they're, they're they're like zombies. They'll get up and they'll still keep coming at you. New England Patriots are the real deal. I mean, right. we have not played one team this year that I I felt like. Hey, you know what? I I could beat this. There's no question. This is the team that I haven't beaten. Look, listen to this. This team right here. Uh, 
what was it, 07? No, like no, that? no, no. Check this out. Uh, we haven't beaten this team since 1970 or 1987 at Foxborough. 87. 87 at Foxborough and at Gillette field. We have not beaten them one time in Gillette field. So that's correct. This goes back to 1987 at Foxborough. We haven't, that's when I graduated high school folks and uh, we still haven't done it. So, uh, you know, this team is definitely the big buck. Yeah. You wanted to go out in the woods and you wanted that big, uh, big one to put on your wall. Well, this is the one you this put on it. your wall. The, this is the big, uh, oh, this is the big head that you want on your wall. There, I I think the Patriots are going to be fired up, and uh, yeah. they they love elite teams coming in. They get fired. Yeah. Brady doesn't get fired up for the Jets. I mean, he he nah. he toys with them. They they get they, they pound their chest the first quarter, and then he just myth methodically he just puts them away. But fourth quarter, yeah. you look at the scoreboard and. It's twenty-seven to ten again. That's that's the way that that's the way Brady and the boys do it in uh, New England. So uh, it's it's definitely a game that uh, we have to come up firing and uh, just keep this pressure on. Keep him off the field would be a great right. deal. That's how you beat Brady. You beat Brady by keeping him off the field. You know, and like you said, don't don't mistake it. They have something to prove. They are nine and one. But you know, truth be told. They haven't really played any powerhouses either. The powerhouse that they played was Baltimore, and we saw how that ended. We need to go back in there with that same mindset, that same agenda, and understand that this is a proven ground for us as well. As you said, you wanted that big buck. You want them on the wall. With these other skins to take it, you need to go in there, not get frustrated. Don't let the first series dictate. Don't start slow. Really get to it play 60 minutes of hard football. That's what they need to do. They need to play Cowboys football. And I don't mean that in the sense of let's just turn it in, uh, turn around and hand it to 21. Open up the playbook because Belichick is, is he's, he's scheming on what he's seeing you do. I would like to hope that the reason why we haven't seen as much as we did week one, all of the motion and all those things, because you're about to bring it out now. I don't want to see the same thing that's caused us to lose those four games because if you think about one or two plays, then this team could very well be 8-1 and one or 7-2 and two or whatever the case. So what I want to see is the team that we really are, the one that showed up against Philly, the one that showed up against New York, the one that showed up against Detroit. I mean, you play who you play. But when I see us at those moments, that's when I see the team that – you know, that we really are. I don't want to see the unsure team that lost to the Jets, that fell down, you know, to the Packers and to the Vikings. I want to see the team that's leading the way, leading the charge, come in, do what you got to do, and get this W. That's what I want to see, man. Right. And you know what? It's amazing, too, that Field Marshal Ramo Belichick, I mean, he'll he'll take a – he'll put a note in his head, go to the bench – with the clipboard, and then he'll go over everything that he's seeing out there, and those guys exactly. absorb it. Our and guy, that's what I was talking about. Our guy Garrett. I mean, he'll st- still stay there uh, on the sideline. He, I mean, he's not. He doesn't take it in like, uh, and he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't let it out to the players on what he's seeing or anything like that as well. I don't know, man. Uh, you, you could see 
how the, these guys in New England are bred. I, they're just right. bred to win. They they know how to get it done, and they know if there's a problem out there on the field, you'll you'll have Brady. He'll pound. He'll he'll get. Uh, he'll he'll get pissed off at these wideouts, and they'll they'll yeah. correct it. The, the, no, none of this. I mean, this is all education. Uh, were, were you uh, windsurfing now? Oh man, we just got a little wind down here. Oh, okay, that's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- these guys they they take it in. These guys uh, don't don't get down because uh, Brady's bitching uh, at this or at that. I mean, th- these guys. Okay, that's how you want it. That's how we'll give it to I you. Go out there and fix it. Yeah, right, they right. Go out there I mean, and fix it. It's it's a it's a machine. It's a fine tuned machine. It's gonna be sitting there waiting for us. And these guys, I gotta tell you this too. It's a nice little uh, stat here. Nineteen consecutive seasons. They have had a winning season. This is their right, 19th 19. season uh, this year. Guess what? Right. We had the only team out there that's got 20-year consecutive winning season, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. These guys, uh, New England Patriots, are going to be going after that next year to tie us. And the following year, if Brady's still around or whatever – that they could they could overtake us on that, but we have held this for twenty consecutive years of being above five hundred, a nine or better type of team. So uh, you know what? Absolutely. Now now New England's era, they're making things happen, and uh, it, it, it's it, it is what it is. And maybe 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 it's a Jerry's way of finding out what he really has in Dak. Uh, you know, I I, I can man. see. I can see you beating the Giants. I could see you. You should have beat Jets. You should have. Okay, I don't care about that. Uh, that was uh, your def- uh, your offensive tackles were down. But this is the one that's going to be your trademark game. If you if you yeah. win this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that chest full of money, all, all that gold oh, yeah. coins that that you want. This is the one that you want. Yeah, this is the one. This is the What's- one that everybody's <laughs> watching for. What's going to be the score here, Travis? What we're Man. playing it and now taking consideration, I don't think we're going to rely too much. And you people out there that keep blaming my kicker, I mean, he shouldn't have to kick a 57, right. 60 yarder, 62 60 yard, yard all, all, the, all the time to win a damn game. And they say, we got a right. bad kicker. You guys are village idiots, really. Honest Absolutely, to God. Absolutely, man. Okay. Absolutely. You're going to have a bad win. You're going to have rain. You're going to have. Uh, not a. It's not gonna. It's gonna be a nasty uh, weather out there. Tell me, putting that in perspective, what you're seeing and what the final score here is gonna be. Man, honestly, just like I said, um, we have to play our game, but our game doesn't have to be turn it around and hand it to twenty one. We just have to play to our strengths based on what the defense gives us. When you consider the weather, you consider what it's gonna be and what's gonna be on the line. Um, earlier in the week, I was anticipating a high-scoring game, but for the last couple of days, I've been feeling a little more, a uh, little more on the low end. So I'm going to go 24-17 Cowboys. Uh, absolutely, um, I think that we're going to end the game with the ball. We're going to have another situation where uh, we're just going to need one of those, one or two of those first downs to end it. Uh, our quarterback is going to make the right play. 
he's going to make the right plays this week. I'm not sure if he's going to have another uh, three or four hundred yard passing game, but um, I think everything is finally going to come together this week, man. And we're going to be seeing the team that everybody's been hoping for this whole season. Well, that's that's good. Uh, I, I like uh, I like what I'm hearing from you. I I think a little opposite on the score. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, and I, I'm looking at mm-hmm. this one being a. I can't ever I can't ever go against my Cowboys. I, I'm giving it 33-31 uh, type of game here, and uh, I think it's going to come down to the last drive with Brady, and somehow we're going to pull this out. And somehow I I think that uh, Goodell's not going to have his referees on our ass because he really, as much as he doesn't like us, he really doesn't like them. Absolutely. So Absolutely, man. So we may get some calls coming our way because I don't see uh, the, 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 the Zebra crew coming after us this week. Oh, yeah, that would be a good change if we could finally get some calls. I definitely agree with that, man. Right. Well, as always, brother, it's been great talking to great you. Great talking to you, bro. I can't wait to watch this game. I know we're going to be texting back oh, and you forth, got that. man. You, you know, got that. Absolutely. Man, I can I can barely wait, you know, but the one thing I can say is at least I don't have to wait until 8 o'clock Sunday night for the game. At least I do get it in the middle of the day, but, you know, I'm counting down the hours, man. I'm ready for kickoff, and, you know, hopefully – after the game, I'll be getting back on with you so we can talk about this victory, man. Well, it's not going to happen next week. I'm in Jamaica the, the entire oh, week. Right. I'm right. in Jamaica right, the man. entire week, and I'm going to be basting in the sun, enjoying my Cowboys win, thinking about what we Absolutely. did. And uh, You know what? Maybe yeah. I'll call Rodney or Steve if one of those guys yeah. come in. Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. I'll call them and we'll chop it up, man. Oh, but that would be I'm great. looking forward to the victory, man. That so would be I'll great. be looking forward to you, Travis, with your family, have a great Thanksgiving, my friend. And I know Cowboys are a part of our tradition on uh, Thanksgiving. And you guys all out there have a great week coming up. And let's have a big win here for, for the Cowboys. I mean, we deserve this damn thing. There's no team out there. I got I to gotta give this out here. Where where the hell is that? Ah, here we go. gets tough. The tough get going. Tough get going. Who's with me? <laughs> Who's with me, guys? That's what it's all about. From Jono, Travis, all the Cowboy fans out there, let's bring this one a, a big win. High high score, low score, doesn't matter. Let's just get out of the Gillette field with a big win. Take care, Cowboy fans. We love you. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.